Rhythm, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD, when we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you about to get geeked up, so sit back, relax, and get comfy, lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten, coming straight out of Gotham. And hello, everybody out in the DC universe. Welcome to another episode of Straight Outta Gotham, episode 81. I think this is 81. Uh, this is uh, Tim Brown. Tim Brown's 81, I believe, right? Raiders, Tim Brown. We are a fandom pop yes. culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network hosted by Batman on Film. Make sure you check out all the other great shows on the network by heading on over to BOF. Click the drop down tab and check out all the other great shows. There's tons of them. Raimi Review, the Batman Book Club is really popular, Gotham Outsiders, ZLTD, Azrael Podcast is somewhere buried there. My secondary show, the Spidey Coalition is there as well. So lots of great stuff covering a lot of great topics that you guys all love to talk about. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am your co-host from the other side of the Hudson River, senior contributor to Batman on Film. I am Peter R. Verante, recording on July 6th, 2022. And we hope that uh, all of you who celebrated had a fabulous 4th of July weekend and a wonderful Independence Day. And as always, we have a great show for you today. Before we get into the good stuff, I'd like to remind you, all our faithful listeners, if you take the time to rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts and we read your review on air, you have just won a Straight Outta Gotham prize pack. We do this contest every month, so be sure to be in it if you want to win it. Really cool stuff. Doug got a wonderful little collection of comic books and matchbox cars last week. Uh, so just please rate and review the show. And uh, if we read it, you win. And uh, it's always a good time. Now, uh, before I introduce my co-hosts, I usually uh, I want to just take the time here. Just I usually remind you guys of all the great feats Eric has done throughout the years, all those wonderful accomplishments. But um, today I want you to I want to tell you guys about the championship that Eric uh, didn't win. Um, Eric forego his eligibility for the hot dog eating contest this year, because as, uh, as many of you know, the country is in a bit of trouble times and Eric, you know, we were talking about this the other day at uh, Buffalo wild wings and Eric was telling me like the country really needs someone to rally around and nothing really brings America together more than a dynasty and a bunch of championships. So Eric decided to not participate in the hot dog eating contest this year and let Joey Chestnuts win his whatever consecutive uh, title. Eric just didn't think it was proper to dethrone him while the country was going through uh, such events. So I just wanted to take the time to thank Eric for being a true patriot and really helping out all of us have a wonderful 4th of July um, and this doesn't waste any more time. Let me just introduce him right now. Uh, Eric Holzman, the champion of Long Island. <laughs> Hello there. Uh, yeah, Joey, I, I got in touch with Joey the other day and we were talking cause, uh, he was like, you might be my only competition. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, you know, are you going to enter the event? And I said, no, nah. I said, you know, I said, um, I can't seem to be this is the one event I can't seem to win. And, you know, uh, I'm good at the pie eating for Thanksgiving. I, mm. I've done all these other eating contests I've won, but Joey's kind of the man when it comes to this. So, uh, did he call oh, you directly? Like he, like you guys have each other's phone numbers now? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we go back. We go back a couple years. Oh, uh, do you, uh, like where did you guys first meet? It's probably like ten years ago. Um, me and I actually went as a spectator to see. I went to Coney Island to actually see to okay. watch the hot dog eating contest, which was crazy. And um, that's when Kobayashi was still involved. And I remember uh, Kobayashi. Yeah, it was kind of a big deal. And 
Joey was just kind of hanging out there and I just went up like, Hey, talk to him. I told him a little bit about my feats and my mm. history. And, uh, did he know who you were? Up. He didn't know. He knew of me. He didn't know like the legend. Yes. He knew of me. Wow. So he's kind of asking all these questions about my history and my, my championships. And it was kind of fun. And then I kind of wow. asked him about his and we just kind of hit it off and, so it's been cool. It's been a nice little friendship I've had. So we can them. expect you at like the 4040 Club VIP section sitting together in like no time. Yeah. I mean, he's he's definitely uh, – it's weird. He's won so many other eating competitions too. If you really, if you look at his history, it's not just hot dogs. Obviously, that's mm-hmm. the famous one because it's on 4th of July. But he's done some other stuff. Uh, and he's, he's kind of – that's kind of his thing, uh, which is crazy because I, I don't know. I still don't know how – he does that. I've tried, like I said, I've tried, and although just having the 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 bread is has to be like soggy, and it's kind of a hard thing to do and eat all those hot dogs. But damn, he's he's the man. So, I, I, shout out to Joey, man. He's awesome. I love the guy, and uh, he did it on one leg. Did you see that? I did, I did, which is even more interesting. I thought maybe you it kind of put him at a disadvantage, and it, it, it didn't really. So. No, man. and he He's... still was able to take down that one guy too, the protester. <laughs> that was crazy. I was like, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah, oh. I, I'm pretty sure like Joey was a, a marine at some point because I was like, "Did he try to snap that guy's neck?" He like tackled <laughs> him on one leg. He, he's Joey's just he's the man. Like, there's no so. one else, no one else, and. I think – I'm wondering if he's going to retire soon. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, that I don't but, know. But um, if he does, I know someone who can uh, – Might have to enter. Fill the void, as Oswald would say. I might have to, <laughs> I might have to jump on in and, yeah. uh, and give, it, give, give it a shot. But, man, so outside of that, 4th of July weekend was okay. Uh, I had a good, good couple of um, – things to do it's always good to watch fireworks the fireworks in my neighborhood guys i was watching the fireworks in my neighborhood this year which were actually kind of good uh don't always have that recently but hey i don't know if it was COVID or whatever but people went all out really started uh so in my neighborhood there were a lot of good firework shows mm-hmm. around which i watched what about you man did you were they fireworks shows or were they just people setting off fireworks? Sort of difference. Yeah, really just people setting off fireworks. We had a lot of people in the neighborhood set off fireworks and it's like I – you always look forward to actually the blooper reels. You hope everybody's safe. It's like you see the idiots. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man. Why did you mean, let your fireworks next to your car? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, but uh, I'm kind of weird about them. I'm kind of weird about them because I understand. Like, if you have pets, you know your pets usually freak out, and then I feel bad for the the um our veterans who suffer from PTSD and they they hear all the bombs. I know it impacts them, so I'm kind of a. I always kind of. Have I know a mixed- Rick hates fireworks. I know that. I didn't know that. Rick hates fireworks. He doesn't like them. He completely. My fireworks. dog. They don't bother my dog, so I don't. I don't. I don't notice them. Yeah, they don't bother Leia anymore either. Uh, when she was younger, because her hearing's not as good anymore. But when she was younger, they did. I remember mm-hmm. they bothered her. So uh, it's just, I love. I mean, they're beautiful to look at. They are. I'm not going to lie. But Macy's had a good show this year. I watched on TV too. Yeah, that was on. But I didn't. I was watch able it. to like sit in my backyard in like the middle of the yard, and like you could watch it, Macy's on your phone. And to your left, there's like one township's fire because we live on like a border. So we live on like kind of like this fork in the road. There's three different towns. 
and, and there's like they're doing their thing in the in the housing complex over here and then over here beyond the trees in like the field you could see people lighting them off so i was like i was watching like three different sets of fireworks once actually so, well, no, I mean, that's, so what about food man um did you did you cook anything did, no did i didn't cook anything uh, just hot dogs because we went to uh we went to swim club and uh, we hung out there for a little bit and then we got takeout i had a veal parm hero oh Speaking of championships, didn't your brother win some splash event? Didn't Mikey win some splash event? I saw him with his belt. Uh, Yeah, he won his 10th consecutive cannibal contest. See? See, guys? It's all in the family here. It's straight out of Gotham. We're all all champions. Pete's champion. Yeah, Mikey, he's he's the champion of uh, New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) But all champions over here. So we hope everyone had a really nice 4th of July. Uh, I mean... There Unless you're in like the UK, because <laughs> <laughs> I guess it didn't work out for you. Or, but also our, to our Canadian um, fans, they there it was Canada Day, I think, on Friday. And um, what's that mean? So it's kind of like their Fourth of July. It's kind of like oh. their Independence Day. Oh, okay. Um, so they had that. So hope you guys enjoyed as oh, well. Oh, good. Hope they partied. Yes, because uh, you know they're they're we're, they're neighbors to the north, and there's we have. Do you know when Mexico's Independence Day is? I don't, but everyone thinks it's Cinco de Mayo, but it's not. That's, I thought it was Cinco de Mayo. Okay. It's not though. That's not their Independence Day. Um, that's the Battle of Puebla um, celebration day. I don't remember what it's about, but that's not that's not what that means. So all right, all right, but all um, right, guys, but yeah. So again, shout out to everyone for the everyone's holiday weekend. Um, I'm sorry to our our European people that you didn't have holidays. I, I apologize. Uh, They've got to have holidays that we don't. But celebrate, make one though. up. Make one up. I'm sure they have holidays that we we don't celebrate. Oh yes, of course. Right? Yeah, well, they have like Boxing Day, the day after In Christmas. Canada, they do. That's on every calendar. I don't know what that yeah, is. They have so. all, I mean, I've asked all Carlos of- like three times. He's told me, but I can't remember. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> like all Boxing the- Day. Yeah, they have box and Victoria Day. I think is another one that uh, is that Canadian or is that English? I think it's English. Um, I wonder what Italian holidays are like. Well, like you know, like that I don't know of. I don't know. Like what holidays in Germany do not know of? Oh, there's probably so many. It's of like Blitzenstein. I mean, the only one, the only one everyone knows of, obviously, is Oktoberfest. Uh, that's and that's just really a festival that lasts for a month. Do, do they have like some sort of celebration for you over in Germany? You've you've conquered an entire state in this country, so it's. <laughs> I'm just curious, you know. I don't like, know. I've, I have never been. I, that's one of the things I need to do in my life. I have to get over there. So, do you think you'll like get over there and there's monuments to you all over the country? No, but my last name is all over the place because it it translated it means woodsman. Literal translation means woodsman. And so um, why aren't you like a carpenter? Well, that's what there are over there. So if you go to like lumber yards and stuff, you'll see my last name all over the place. And really? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, you should buy like a Holzman sign. Well, I always say I, like if I go back there, do I have some lumber fortune waiting for me that I don't know about that? I'm actually a very rich man and I have no idea because you should buy signs no for you and your sisters. I know that's so. like 17 of them, but like you're So you're basically coming back with a lumber yard. <laughs> I do have a crest shirt with my last day on it. You uh, should get that in like so. wood. People said I should get a tattoo of it because I don't have a tattoo, and everyone's like, "Oh, you should get one." You should get a Celtic cross. Okay, I have that behind me. 
Well, yeah, but you should get a tattoo of it. I could do something mixing him up. There you that go. Would be, that would be a nice little thing. We're really going off the rails here, but <laughs> but um, yeah. So holidays and all tattoos, that stuff. tattoos, and Germany, in. Germany. Yeah, I, I schnitzel. I do, I do have to get over there. It's weird you bring it up because Doug, Doug's gonna love this. He's yeah, like, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Doug and Stein. It's funny because he he, <laughs> he messaged me yesterday, tell me he made Jaeger schnitzel and Spetzel because we we talked. What is Jaeger schnitzel? Is that like something made with Jaeger Meister? Any kind of schnitzel is a breaded kind of meat, so it's either okay. pork, veal, okay, whatever, chicken. You can do chicken, and then the Jaeger is an actual sauce, and it's a mushroom sauce. That sounds delicious. It is. It's fantastic. It's very very good. Uh, Jaeger some, schnitzel. You can make it with chicken broth. Some people make it with beef broth. If you want it brown, obviously that's the difference. You make it with a beef broth instead of chicken. Um, but it's a nice thick sauce that goes over. And then spetzel are just you know what spetzel are? They're just noodles. Mm. Um, and that, that's a common usually the common pairing for most German dishes is spetzel. Uh, potato Sounds pancakes wonderful. is another one. All right. So the next time the Yankees are in town, they're playing the Indians. I'm staying at Doug's. <laughs> that's what that sounds like yeah so he actually sent me that uh and again he's also our contest winner so shout out to doug uh once again for being a great fan and and for enjoying german food like i do we, we both kind of tap he's a german guy as well we both kind of tap into our our cultural history uh, it's, it was nice to find someone like that because i'm like the only one you're the only german in america no i'm just the only one i know <laughs> in my own circle <laughs> who actually I'm the cares. only german like i definitely am not that that's for sure uh <laughs> shout out to that so pete we've we've kind of it's been a while since we've done a show i just realized two weeks yeah it's been a couple of weeks. summer break yeah I life mean. has kind of thrown curveballs and we've had I've had family stuff on the weekends. I feel like I have graduation party every week because my family's so big. And then you, you blame your sisters for that. First birthday parties and second birthday party. It's just been a crazy summer for me. So time has been. Uh, you spent so much money on gifts. That stinks. Yeah. I mean, kid, so much money. Yeah, I don't kids. see this. Is, this is what I mean. Like I, I don't even get to get that back because I don't have kids of my own. So I'm just giving out. <laughs> gifts to everyone and you're santa claus i really am and, and people say like when my beard grows in i look like a young chris kringle so uh <laughs> the young old man that's what that means is that a backhanded compliment i don't so, know no but he, you've seen santa claus has come to town haven't you the little, yeah and you know he's got red he's more gingery yeah You're but my beard when my beard grows in it's well it used to be now it's just getting white so i guess i am kind of turning into old man santa claus <laughs> Oh boy! You could replace Tim Allen in the next Santa Claus movie, oh. and everyone will freak out about it. I'm in. Give me a call. I'm in. <laughs> Have no no problem. Why was Tim Allen replaced in the Santa Claus? <laughs> oh. Same same reason why he wasn't Buzz Lightyear, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> let's uh, but let's actually talk about some conspiracies and some movies in DC. <laughs> That's usually how it goes, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I, you, oh, there's a whole rundown. Pick something. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to kick off. All right, I'm well, not kicking off. This is enough with the, uh, the the chatter. It's been like 15 minutes of bullshit. <laughs> I know, but like I said, we have, we haven't done happened. we haven't done this in a while, so we have a lot of bullshit to catch I feel up. Like on. I'm at a hair salon. Let's go. <laughs> a hair salon, not just a barber. You got to go hair salon. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so let's start off with, with with some encouraging news uh, because of um, there were some some people were kind of sad when all the the CW stuff kind of got sliced and diced and cut up and whatever. But we knew that they were for sale, and now we actually have a buyer. So next star. Uh, which is actually the it's a larger company um, media group that owns a lot of different things. Uh, they're nearing a deal to acquire seventy percent of the CW with um, both Paramount and Warner Brothers retaining twelve and a half percent ownership stake. So now that they actually have a buyer, maybe going forward we can see what's going to go on in the future or if they're going to add more shows maybe some of these shows will get a rebirth uh it's not uncommon for when when this stuff happens if a show is popular they might decide to bring it back i'm not sure that's going to happen to batwoman pete i'm sorry but i don't think it's going to happen with any of them i think uh i think the shows that got canned got canned and i think the shows that are coming are coming that includes gotham knights and if that pisses any of you off you know it sucks to suck i don't know what to tell you uh gotham knights is coming and it's going to be glorious and i can't wait for you all to watch it with me uh yeah no this is this is really encouraging um it's good news um but Let's be honest, the CW kind of has been going around operating as if this was always going to be happening. So we should have just expected it. Like, what did we think was going to, you know, like at, at some point, Kevin Durant's going to get traded too. Like it was going to happen. Like, <laughs> and they kept operating like uh, just normal and it, it paid off and that's it. So I don't think, yeah, I mean, I know people are fighting for Legends. I don't think Legends is coming back. I think what got canceled is, is done and you know, just look forward to the new stuff. You know, you, you know, certain shows had certain runs and they lasted a pretty long time. And, you know, while Batwoman only got three seasons, it's cr- you know, that's fine. You know, again, it's, it, it's a bummer, but, you know, you, you still got three seasons of it. So I don't, I mean, I didn't know. Apparently Next Star is the country's largest broadcaster, which I didn't know that. And they own a lot of the CW's affiliate stations, which I didn't know either. Hmm. So it seems, it just seems like a very. So I don't uh, expect much to really change then. Like, yeah. That's true. But man, they were CW apparently was losing a hundred million um which sorry sorry, <clears throat> their current losses amount to more than a hundred million. Mm. Um so I mean they're they're absorbing that. And I guess, you know, when you look at it, like you said, when you look at all the shows that were sliced, that was probably one of the reasons why. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean when AT and T acquired Warner Brothers, they acquired a lot of debt too. Like I just I feel like that's what happens when Discovery acquired Warner Brothers. They acquired all their debt. You know, that gets that's you know that's that you're buying everything. So, um, you know that I'm sure they will figure out a way to how to do business and whatnot. Because um, if they couldn't do it, I'm sure they would just have folded. And I, I, that's not happening. So, like, I'm no expert on this, but you know, CW went up for sale. It got sold. It's got a buyer, and uh, I would imagine. They want to put out television shows and whatnot. So, like, but like I said, I don't expect anything to come back. I just think it's time to move forward. Yeah, the reason that they were able to keep going before was because of the Netflix deal um, that was giving them money, so they can stream their shows obviously on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But that deal fell. That deal went away. So I think in 2019 it said. So for the past really, two, three does years, that mean the Flash is not on the Netflix anymore? I think it still is for now. Uh, but I that was when the actual thing ended. The exclusive license, it's the exclusive mm-hmm. pact ended. So 
I think that's uh, that like, was why they had to sell it. Okay. Because it's like the CW and Seinfeld are the only reasons I have Netflix anymore, and Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger Things. Well, but I could buy Stranger Things physical. I would imagine that that has been fantastic. But I, we're not going to talk about that because it's. I don't know where you are with it if you're caught up. So I'm not. No, the, all the CW shows are still here on Netflix. I see them. So. But they don't have the exclusivity agreement anymore. So Netflix is not paying them exclusively to, mm. to own it. So I guess that means they're on HBO Max too. Well, we know some of them are. We know that, you know, Titans obviously is there. And, yeah. Well, I'm talking about like other CW shows like Black right. Lightning. Black Lightning. Um, stuff like that. Stargirl, okay. obviously. I'll Stargirl. still watch that stuff. So, Yeah. So at least it's sold, right? At least it's a sell, sell it's now. It's kind of bar, and you know, like I said, like they seem to be very big in the TV business, and I imagine that uh, you know we're going to get some good uh, TV shows out of it. I, I mean, that's if you want to like them. I mean, you could you could hate them like most people and just not watch them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been hit or miss historically. I'm hit or miss on their shows. So, all right, but. Moving on, and another thing, another right of summer has always been, historically, has always been Comic-Con. Well, um, we have a list of what WB and Marvel are going to be showing at Comic-Con, or what they're going to be talking about at Comic-Con. Um, I was I was kind of surprised to see the list of the WB stuff, and it's not there's not tons of DC content. Are you surprised that that did not create uproar amongst the Twitter community? Like, this, this story just kind of really went under the radar here. Like, I, I was expecting the complaint committee, committee to come out full force. I was a little surprised that when I saw the list, I mean, I'll just go through what's going to the panels, excuse me, the panels they're going to show. One is, of course, the HBO original series House Dragon, which is the Game of Thrones prequel Um, panel for the new drama, The Sandman, which that is a DC property. So we'll be seeing that. And then there's the last ever panel for CW drama series Riverdale. Um but Jim Lee will be there. There's a bunch of diff- there's a lot of other comic stuff that's going on. But I'm just talking about from parts as far as visual media. The article uh, did say they will announce things yes, at a later date too. As, so I imagine right. more things are coming. I imagine we'll get something about the Flash. I cannot. <laughs> I can't imagine when we won't get anything from. Like I, I just I, I do it. it. Will it be as big as what they did for Fandom? I don't think so. But I, I imagine something will be there for those movies that are coming up. I think that's what we're starting to see, though, right? When like Black Adam falls, is it before or after Comic Con? That's the question. Will Black Adam have a big presence? That's true. I don't remember. I can't they, keep track. Of I would think they anymore. would have something for that, though. Uh, well, not if it's after. But well, even if it is after, I mean that they've done that before. So, um, I but the, you, I think we're seeing the impact, obviously, of fandom. Oh, October, we'll definitely get something for Black Adam. So, yeah. I think we're seeing that. I think we're seeing the fandom impact. I don't know. I thought it was before. That would mean it'd be like next week. <laughs> so, do you, so, guys, I don't know who's going. Um, I'm unfortunately not. I still want to get out there one of these years. But one I year I want to do it myself, man. I'm dying to get out there and like so, hang out in the gas lamp district and really yeah. do it. Because we've done New York pretty well over the past couple of years. I want to give Chicago. I want to do – well, it was the East, East Two. E2C2, I think that's a Chicago convention. Yeah. That's cool. But I definitely want to give out, uh, get out there to San Diego, give that a shot. I'm thinking I should try, but now that it's actually, I'm it's sorry, I'm thinking close. out loud, I guess. You'll never um, get it. No, I was the, because of the, um, Star Wars Celebration, but the next one's going to be back in England. Star Wars Celebration. Wow. So that would be cool to go to 
just because I've never been to England either. So that would be. Yeah, fun. you can go hang out with Tom and watch. Uh, I would. Obi-Wan. Tom, maybe we can get Mark to come hang out with us. It'd be kind of cool to meet those we guys. We need some jelly deals. Talk to them all the time. Yeah, I'm not a fan of those, but I would try. You've them. eaten jelly deals before? No. It doesn't so do sound like I'd a be fan? a fan of it. It doesn't sound like I would. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it. I never had it. <laughs> it's not appetizing to me. Let me just say it that way. It's not something that I uh, feel like I, I would enjoy. I still want to give it a shot. I would though. You're right. I'd give it a shot. That's fine. So, all right. I wonder Marvel. if it tastes like lobster sauce. No, I don't. Like Chinese Jelly? food. I don't know. That doesn't sound good. But all right, we're going off on a tangent again. Anyway, back to Comic-Con. Obviously, the other house that we want to talk about is Marvel Studios. Uh, they're planning on a big return. And apparently, there's going to, there might be a little insight on what's going to happen in Phase 5 uh, going forward. As we know, Marvel plans things out in advance, like super far in advance. So they have stuff all the way planned out. And we know what we're getting um, or what we've got in phase four. So I guess we kind of have these drop little things and details of what possibly could be coming on in the in the future for Marvel phase five. One of those things also is who the big bad might be going forward. Um, Galactus. Galactus is Galactus. one of them, yes. Is it just going to be Kang? Um, you know, there's a bunch of th- stuff floating around there. But it feels like summer because Comic Con's around the corner. It does, <laughs> honestly, for the first time in like years, and that's an actual statement. Like for the first time in years, uh, it's an actual Comic Con, uh, a real San Diego Comic Con. This is great. Uh, we're talking about. I don't, I don't, dude. I don't care what they show or what it's about. Comic Con's back. Vendors, fans, panels, interviews, trailers, clips, stills. I'm just happy it's all back. I just am like I, I don't again. Uh, I don't care what it is. I'll watch it all if if they got a if they if they got something for Thor five. <laughs> I'll check it out. I just I, I'm just I'm really really excited to Comic Con's back regardless of what it is. Yeah, uh, I agree. Like it's a good sign having all this stuff coming back and having the cons coming back and getting all this information. These big events that we got used to and that the pandemic. Kind of because on top of that, now we have like the fandoms and the stuff like that, so we have the yeah. virtual stuff. So I'm like, well, that's probably where we're going to get all the real, real hardcore exclusive stuff. And Comic Con will just be like glorified, glorified new trailers, which is fine because I'm like, cool, that's cool. Uh, I don't mind that at all, like the hype and everything around that, and the vibe and the feeling of like, oh, cool, did you see this? And like, I go back to the day, dude. Like, I remember the BVS stuff. Like, I was following Umberto on Twitter, and like, I just was just refreshing his Twitter feed, and he's typing out everything that you know, like those days. So, I'm just, I'm just excited that everything's back. I, dude, like this is feels like summer. Reminds me of biscuits and gravy. <laughs> It does. It it, def- it definitely does. Like we've had s- slow incremental things put back into life post COVID, and now mm. this is another one. COVID's still around, as we know. It's not completely gone, but I feel like we have treatments now. It's like There's Rick's still around, not gone. So we have all of these things <laughs> to help us deal with it, and uh, it, so it's a lot less of a. I think it's a smaller <laughs> threat than it usually is. Uh, one of the interesting things that came out of the article about uh, Marvel at Comic Con was, um. The Russo brothers said that they would like to do a Secret Wars movie. Oh, God. Um, which, I mean, say what you want about their other stuff. 
their Marvel movies have been humongous hits. Yeah, when you got them on a leash and you can guide them along the way, I'm sure they're great. Um, and that's where they would be, so I do not care. So, yeah, I mean, it's fine. You, you don't care about certain things. I, me and Reno will just watch uh, more intellectual filmmaking of a higher class. That's all. <laughs> When's the last intellectual film you watched? Uh, I don't know. Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> Suck on that, Eric. Um, I actually, just really quick, last yeah. night I went and saw The Black Phone, which is a horror movie, not an intellectual movie. Um, you should watch it, Pete. I think I, like. I, I would love to. I still have to catch up on Sonic 2. Like, my backlog of movies and CW shows, I cannot wait until baseball's all star break because I'm going to spend like three days and just watch TV. <laughs> yeah, but the hype, I mean, the, the, the Black Phone is very. It's very predictable. I'll say that there's a lot of very a lot of convenient things that happen in it that have to happen. Sounds like but, a horror movie to me. Yeah, exactly. But it's a horror. I said it, it. They made a horror movie that the audience could easily follow. Not going to mess with your head. And as a real, it's it's a, it's a really well made and movie. And the acting performances are very very good. Ethan, Ethan Hawke, Hawk, right? Yeah, he's getting a lot of love for this part, and he deserves it. He's very good in it. Good, good. So uh, um, I look forward to it. I want to. I know Nico saw it recently too. I think he wrote. I think he did one of his little uh, schmick schmock reviews. What? Oh, the TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. <laughs> All right. You so know, he gets all sexy looking. He gets his glasses and his jewelry and he looks like Jack Sparrow with a baseball hat. And he's sitting there and he's doing his quick cuts like he's Jeremy Johns. He's a little, he's a little whippersnapper, that kid. Yeah, he's you know, he's 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 playing the medium. That's why I, I love it. I medium. love it. I, I like it. he's gotta wear like a button down shirt and he's gotta go like Tony Montana and go like four buttons down. <laughs> I think I think he would look really good like that. I think they look good. I think you know, fashion points for me could take you real far in life, right? <laughs> I think that would be good. Whatever I love whatever him. he wants to do though. Whatever he wants to do. Uh, let him do his thing. Yes. All right. So sticking in the MCU, we know that obviously with the Fox um the purchase of Fox and everything that happened with that, they got control over Fantastic Four and they got control over Deadpool. Alien and Huh? Alien Predator. Yeah. All of those things, which is still weird. But um <laughs> we know that Deadpool three is in the works. And we do know that they're supposed they're, it's going to remain R-rated, which of course we all love. Um, and the writers uh, were talking about it recently, and they said that they have it's nice, it's a wonderful opportunity for a fish out of water comedy. Uh, so, and that they're kind of struggling, not struggling, but kind of putting together something similar to the vein. They said that, but they're they're waiting for Marvel to be like, yeah, you can't go that far. <laughs> So I don't know, uh, but what do you think, man? It seems like Reese and Wernick are going to be able to do what they want to do, and I'm looking forward to this. I'm I'm really looking forward to this because I think this is the first real test of right. this of the sale. Like what happened? Like there's been alien comic books that have been published and are really good. We've seen the the trailer for Prey. That's a Hulu series though. Yep. Uh, this is going to have the Disney logo all over it. This is going to be, people already think Fox Marvel was a part of the MCU to begin with. So <laughs> this is only going to uh, further reinforce that. Uh, I like the fact that they stress that this is still going to be raunchy and rude and crude. Um, how far they actually can go. Interesting, because I've seen the PG-13 version of Dare, uh, Daredevil. Once upon a Deadpool, Deadpool tool. Yeah. And I'm like, this is not how you make this movie. Not after you give me the first <laughs> two. Like, I was like, oh, jeez. Definitely not watching this on TNT. Um, 
So I'm really pumped. I'm really excited that they are going to just go all out, and I, I hope they push it to the limit because this really will give me us a chance to see what they can do with something like I'm I, I'm dying for some new alien stuff, and uh, <laughs> whether it's got Ridley attached to it or not, I think there might be time for a change. Uh, that that stuff like that, you know. And I'm excited. Like I said, look, we're getting new Predator stuff, so Disney's letting these guys make these more violent. Action packed. I think obviously films. They may, maybe they'll make a label called Disney Dark or Disney. Disney they, they won't call it that. They will not attach their name to that. They do not want that. You know, no, they'll come, they'll idiots, come with, I mean, that's why they have 20th Century Studios. But I don't. Again, at some point, the Disney logo is going to flash. I think. <laughs> like you'll get to that. You get to those gold numbers, and then you'll see a D logo. It's their property. I can't imagine. I mean, I know it's just right. Like, but you don't think of Disney movies and then of think not. of some monster killing seven people and then having, you know, this the final person escape. <laughs> You're not gonna, you know, like what's the last time like- a Disney logo was in front of a bloodbath? Well, you're right. That's true. I feel like Doctor Strange was a good opening test a little bit. It was, it was good. It was right? good. It was, but it, that's not like, that's scary. There's a difference between actually saying like swears. You're right. You're right. You know? Yeah. And obviously we know Deadpool <laughs> is going to swear. Yes. Uh, a lot. So I, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. This, like you said, this is It'll the real fun. test. It's going to be fun. It. Yeah, it's going to be fun to see the build up, uh, follow the development of it a little bit more as we and get just closer. like kudos to Disney for just honestly being like, yeah, Deadpool's the one thing that's not going to change. Yeah, you can't do that. Just thank, it's just thankful. I mean, well, they they could have continued on. I mean, who knows? They still could with you know the Fox X Men. Whether it's uh, what's his name McAvoy and company, like the younger crew, like they could still make those movies with those ca- with that cast. Maybe not uh, Mystique because she doesn't want to be a character anymore. But you know, yeah. a lot of those guys can come back. But uh, you know, Deadpool—they were from the get-go. Yeah, no, it's Deadpool. Like this is it's like, oh no, this is opportunity. We can do something with this. Like they saw the opportunity, so good for yeah, them that, seizing it. That first movie took so long to get made. Uh, but it finally got made and it was a huge hit for them. So it'd be crazy for them to kind of change the formula now after all this time. So, so another movie we're getting, but this time we're, we're switching over to DC is we're getting a black canary uh, film or show. I forget. I always get this mixed up. I think this is, I have no idea. I can't remember. I can't keep track of any of this stuff. Once you involve HBO Max, I instantly think shows. But it's a film. I am correct. So I was correct the first time. So and as we know, Journey Smollett is pl- played Black Canary in Birds of Prey, which is a very, very underrated film. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Oh, it's amazing! It's um, I really, really liked it. So, mm-hmm. um, yes, there are people. We know they took liberties with certain characters. Oops, sorry that people do that nowadays. Uh, if you didn't like it for that, I don't know what to tell you, but. <laughs> She talks a little bit about recently because she has another project coming out. Uh, sorry, I forget the name of the project. Oh, called Spiderhead. Uh, she has another project coming out and she did a little interview and talks a little bit about Black Canary, where she says she really can't talk about it, which is what most people say. <laughs> which means that it's everything's going well and it's probably right. moving it's along. Still- good stages of development um, that she loves to play the character. She loves how many people love the character and how the fans have been so supportive and rallied behind seeing it, especially since Birds of Prey wasn't a hit like they thought it might be. 
so she said she reached out to people when creating the character. She reached out to Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> His response is so Sam Jackson. He says, baby, just go and piss on your territory. <laughs> Which is totally something he would say, uh, but it was a really cool little snippet, a cool little piece about what we're going to be getting or what, what what's going on with Black Canary and what we're possibly going to be getting um, in this film. So, Pete, we know, like we just talked about, you said you're into, you liked um, Birds of Prey. Did you like this character and are you happy we're getting it? Yeah, her? no, I, was, I thought she was great. I think she did a great job. I love the canary cry at the end of the movie. I like the ties to her mother uh, that Montoya showed. It, you know, just... Like every character in that movie, I was like, oh, I kind of want more. Um, so really excited about this. Uh, I'm not like uh, surprised. She was like, oh, yeah, I love it. I was like, yeah, like, of course you do. You're an actress. You want you want to work like like the rest of us. You need to live. So you need you need gigs. Um, you know, so it's funny when they all say stuff like that. But uh, I'm sure she really digs it. And uh, I, I, I liked her interpretation. I can't wait to say more of it. And who knows? Like, I'd love to see what her green arrow looks like. like you know, if that's a thing in this world, like it'd be, it'd be cool to see. Because I didn't like what they did with it on Arrow. You know, I didn't like the whole um, Black Canary Green Arrow relationship really on the TV show. So, if, I thought uh, you didn't watch Arrow. Uh, I I know what happens. I've read like the Wikipedia articles. I haven't read it. I, I haven't watched it, but I know what happens. Like I've kind of been up to date. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I followed it. But so, like, I know, like, there's been a million canaries. <laughs> yeah, there is. And my the buddy first... Connor was a huge fan of Arrow, so I kind of used him as a newsfeed. Yeah, yeah. There was the first one, then, then they did Canary with, uh, with, um, well, first was Laurel. <laughs> then they did, yeah. Then they did, did uh, with Sarah. Uh, she mm-hmm. became yeah there was a lot of different versions of it so like it's very convoluted i'm like what are they doing why do they do this this way but um yeah so i wouldn't she- mind a more like kind of like faithful uh arrow canary relationship going on yeah well, yeah it'd be a good way to like you said introduce green arrow to this universe if they're mm-hmm. going to continue moving forward that would be cool i think it would be i think i think the characters need each other like i can't yeah they're kind of a- i always think of them they, they're always like attached to the hip for me but green arrow they and are. black canary they are. You're right. It's a very, very uh, um, normal, a very well, very, very strong and normal thing when you see them together. So it would be cool if they did that, brought them in, and that's the way they bring them in. Because um, as we know, that side of things is probably going to be some kind of connected tissue. We're not sure, but I'm sure there's going to be some kind of connectivity in there, some kind of universe built. So I hope he has a crazy goatee too. Yeah, you need the goatee. Yeah, I agree. You need that. <sighs> okay. Sorry. I have to reset a little bit. Wow. Old man. <laughs> all right. So moving right along, I we all know one of Pete's favorite movies of last year was Dune. He loved it. T- can't talk enough about Dune. So That's true. I cannot talk enough about how boring <laughs> I thought that movie was. <laughs> so we got more casting news. Uh, Leah Sado, who was in the last James Bond movie. Um, and the last two, actually, James Bond movies, sorry. Uh, she will be added to the cast and playing Lady Margot. Now, if you know the story, she's a, a vital ally to Paul Atreides uh, in his war with the House of Harkonnen. I know that might not make much sense to most people, but to Pete, because he didn't play like Dune. He, he doesn't I watched know. it. I know what it means. <laughs> so uh, she kind of had an early... The, 
she should have been in the first film if you went by the book because she had there's an earlier part she's in the book earlier in it but they took her out um but she has a big part in the second half and they're finally cast her and putting her in along with as we know famously now austin butler who did a fantastic job as elvis in the elvis movie uh he'll be paying um i always say his name wrong it's fayed raltha harkonnen Christopher Walken, we know, is added. He'll be playing Emperor Shaddam IV. And Florence Pugh, who, of course, is now our new Black Widow, uh, she's playing the Emperor's daughter, Princess Irulan. So they're filling out the cast. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I love Dune. I thought it was great. So I'm looking forward to this. Adding an actress of Leah Sado's, uh caliber is great, and everyone they've been adding is great. So I'm really, really looking forward to this. Uh, but Pete... Does her casting mean you will watch the second one? <laughs> I will watch the second one. She has nothing to do with the reasons why I watch the second <laughs> one. I'm so I, I just like I'm so curious as to why you all love this. So I will watch it and I'll find out uh, what goes on because I imagine we'll do a show about it. And it's just great to have Eric love something and we despise it. So then we can just have some at least entertaining dialogue. But um, yeah, like so cool. Like let's see it. It was I'll say this about Dune. It was probably the most talked about movie. Uh, of the year, or probably mm-hmm. of, you know, at least on the Twitter space outside of like Zack Snyder's Justice League, like that movie was really hyped up. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Are you familiar with her work? Have you seen the last James Bond movie? I have not. I, I still not have seen uh, Zednik's favorite Bond film yet. All right. I mean, she was also recently in in Crimes of the Future. Uh, which had Viggo Mortensen, Kristen Stewart. I haven't seen that yet. I meant we, to see we it. love Kristen Stewart around here. We do. We do. We love Kristen Stewart on here. <laughs> so uh, she's she's kind of been more uh, becoming more part of our normal um, film. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Uh, she's been repertoire? she's been yeah she's been more she's been more present recently in films that we that we've been watching. She's her star is kind of on the rise, so it's cool that they're adding her. Um, and we'll we'll see. I liked her her in both Spectre and in No Time to Die. So uh, we will see. Uh, how this is going forward but i have to rewatch specter i don't remember you don't have to really i mean i, mean, I do because i want to i want to, I want to do oh. like a james bond rewatch at least <laughs> okay. the craig movies to get i thought you meant to watch no time to die you uh, you have you don't really have you i mean when you watch it you'll remember okay you'll remember it it'll jog your memory but if you want to then go ahead i mean be my guest stop trying to control me eric sorry I apologize. I am my own person. <laughs> In more casting news, uh, Emma Roberts has been added to Madam Web. Uh, again, doesn't say who she's playing. <laughs> but- There's been kind of rumors going around that this, like Nico, I think, brought this to my attention. I think it had to be him. I don't, can't imagine anybody else would. It's like the movie's not really a Madam Web movie. It's something else. And they're using Madam Web as a cover. And I'm like, that'll be interesting. Like, I, <laughs> but what though? I don't, I don't remember what he was telling me. If you Google it, you'll find it. But um, I thought that was cool because I was like, everything about this movie is just fascinating because I know nothing about it except for who's in it. So it's really well, they're, cool. They're casting people who you would think would be. Would be <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think Madam Web, I think old woman in a wheelchair, you know, that I think it's Dakota Johnson's Madam Web. Yes, she is. So like, she's pretty young. She is. <laughs> she, she could be uh, the other Madam Web uh, publisher. I can't remember her name, but there's a younger version with a trench coat and sunglasses. So could be. I don't know. 
we'll see. Uh, I, but I, I just thought it was a funny rumor that was floating around the internet, and I was like, oh wow, really? Like that's a, I've heard that. And then Nico Bryce Bryce Engines, I was like, oh wow, this is really kind of taken off. So we'll see. I don't know if it's a real thing or not, but it's funny that uh, all we know is this movie is supposed to be about Madam Web. Yeah, I feel like, and I feel like Emma Roberts is kind of diminished like she was kind of a hot name for a while and i was a big fan of hers when she was in scream four i right. kind of found her in that film and then i kind of followed her a little bit but yeah i guess you're right she's kind of been i mean she's done tel- television i know she's done america horror story um oh, she man, was i a, checked out of that a while ago so i yeah i haven't watched it in years either but like she's been on the tv side of things but on film i haven't really seen her much so this is a interesting a little bit of shift casting. a little shifting gears yes Yes, I guess it helps to be Eric's daughter and Julia's niece. <laughs> so she's I good. I mean, she played a convincing she psychopath in Scream Four. She is. She's good. I mean, she's she's a very she's a solid actress. I'm not I'm not trying to diminish her at all. But do you think she'll be in the next Bailey movie? <laughs> Maybe you never know. You never know. Just curious. That's a. Uh, that movie is it's coming guys it's coming i've been what told ryan lauer's favorites i've been told by an insider that that that's coming so we'll see, we'll see oh, the poster. <laughs> oh we have more casting news let's let's continue on with the casting news so as we know sadly uh we were told at least that scream six will not have nev campbell but henry zerny will be joining the cast uh henry zerny famously is in mission impossible um, so he'll be joining the cast of Scream 6, which we know includes Melissa Barrera, Courtney Cox, Hayden Panettiere, Jasmine Savoy Brown, Mason Gooding, Jenna Ortega. Uh, so they're all. I'm sensing old man red herring. Possibly. That's what I'm getting right here. Possibly. Um, but in, in. This is Billy's uncle coming for revenge. I hope not. Can you? If this is where it finally jumps the shark. Billy's relatives are coming out of the woodworks to kill his like illegitimate daughter. I really hope not. I hope they move past that. But a little bit of on the Nev thing, on the Nev Campbell thing, there was kind of been a rumor floating around that uh, she might be coming back. I saw that, but it wasn't in any of the trades, so I chose right. not to believe it. Right. Apparently, it was it was some Instagram story, and then someone for someone who was working on the project, and they pulled it down right away. Um, I don't know. Again, I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me. And they're just going to keep it under wraps until she actually is in the film, because what they said was her role would be small in six, and then she'd return in seven. It was a two film contract that she eventually signed, and that's what it would be. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if they were doing that. But again, it was just a rumor. I just wanted to put it out there. Something I saw for people who want to maybe see her back. We obviously would love to see her back uh, in the franchise. So we'll see. I don't know. But I just wanted to throw that out there because it was something I heard and saw. And uh, But you never know. Rumors happen all the time. So uh, especially in this space. <laughs> we always get information about stuff. So. All right. So. Pete, did you see the the Green Hornet movie with Seth Rogen? Uh, no, I did not. That's one of the few comic movies. I'm not a Green Hornet fan at all. I don't know anything about Green Hornet except for his appearance in Batman 66. Right. Yeah. That's really it. So yeah. I can't say I'm a fan. Um, so I don't know anything about the character. I, I kind of thought 
When I heard about this Seth Rogen Green Hornet movie years ago, it reminded me of the, the rumors of the Jack Black Green Lantern comedy. <laughs> so I never really gave it a chance. I probably should. But then again, like it's being rebooted. And apparently that movie was horrible. Yes. So like it was it was better of- than the spirit, but that's not saying much. Right. I feel like it was it, this the Green Hornet that movie was kind of done in the vein of like the Starcy and Hutch one with Stiller Green Hornet. Like it was just kind of done as a comedy. It's understood. Yes, like it was kind of done as a comedy, um, like the Dukes of Hazard movie with Jessica Simpson and I've, and and Johnny Knoxville and and I forget the other guy's name. Yeah, uh, it was kind of done like that, like these serious shows or ty- uh, properties that were done before and now they, up a little bit. right they lighten up did a comedy thing well we are getting another we're getting a reboot of green hornet it's called green hornet and kato and lee Wanell has been tabbed or he's being eyed to direct it and lee Wanell famously did invisible man the movie with elizabeth moths that was freaking fantastic if you haven't seen it so good right? so good so yeah the green hornet was kind of it's it's a actually predates superman <laughs> which is crazy when you think about it but um yeah like you said it's famously known for being on on batman 66 and there was a tv series of its own where bruce lee actually was introduced to the united states uh, so it has a rich history at least with our pop culture uh and it's gonna it's cool that they're actually doing this and it's supposed to be a very serious take on the character so i'll probably I- rewatch the old one but i'm definitely going to check this out like just yeah. now, it, we're in a different time. It's funny, like because that that Seth Rogen one, it almost feels like it should have came out in like nineteen ninety nine or two thousand one, yeah. <laughs> right? Because I'm like, I'm talking about it, but I'm like, no, it's actually pretty recent. It's not like really a different era, but like you could just tell it kind of had the stink on it. I don't know, but I, I have to give it a shot to actually judge it. So, but I'll check this new one out definitely. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you add someone like if if they do get one now as good as Invisible Man was, I think that's a very very good sign that this script at least if he signs onto it, that at least the script is very good, uh, and that we're gonna um, get a cool film. I oh, I always liked the character. Uh, I don't again, it's not something I'm like I super know, but I remember from '66, and my dad used to talk to me about the Green Hornet, so I've always liked the character. So I'd be really interested to see what they do with it in a serious role because again. I'll say this. I think Seth Rogen deserves comic book redemption for Green Hornet, and he should be the thing in Fantastic Four. <laughs> you know, Affleck, Reynolds, Rogen, I think it makes sense. Seth Rogen, not Joe. Uh, Seth Pete, Rogen. Pete's trying to start something. I'm just saying. Everyone complained <laughs> about it, but everyone, you know, I'm just saying he, he deserves redemption as well. Pete is trying to start something with, with our fellow creatives. Uh, <laughs> people do not want Seth Rogen as, as the thing. I, I want Seth Rogen and John Krasinski in my Fantastic Four. Seth Rogen is in The Boys this season. Is he? Yes. He's in The Boys this season. How very- zaddy is that? Is that very zaddy? <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. Like Because they all claim it's like a love letter. No, it's I've heard, not. I've had people tell me otherwise, so I'm very cautious. No, it's not. And the reason it's not is because it would be like that – on steroids it is so much it is so much more than what he would do or that what he's done uh, with the characters and it's just so outrageous and bonkers i love the show i understand why people don't but mm-hmm. i love the show uh, so um i've really enjoyed this season i never I read the book i just don't care about these characters like it's i don't know like i like tr- more traditional like superman batman spider-man like these i i know what it's supposed to be i'm just not into that well, do you like invincible 
I, I enjoy Invincible, but like Invincible really isn't my cup of tea because they're not like they're not known heroes, you know. Like it's not like they don't have that rich history, you know. It's something new. Whereas Uphold, I like to go back for the, the history stuff, like Batman, Captain America, stuff like that. You know, the legacy of the characters. Not saying that they're not good. I just there's too much of like these other characters that I'd rather read than start something brand new. To be honest with you, there's too much history. I understand, and again, I understand why people don't um, like the boys, or it's not their thing. Uh, you know, a lot of people they believe in the idealistic nature of superheroes, and I get it. I mean, I do too, to some to some extent. But I don't. I like seeing different takes on things, and that's really what the boys is. But like I said, it's on steroids. It's like very, very over the top. Mm. So I don't know. But it's he is in. Seth Rogen is one of the EPs on the show, and he's in the season in a very, in a very, <laughs> a very Seth Rogen type role. If you saw it, you'd know what I'm talking about. Uh, everyone out there, would you listen to this? You, you can, My you, buddy you know. Luca does a good Seth Rogen impression. <laughs> so, oh, well, if, 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 Andy, if you watched, if you watch the boys, you'll know the scene I'm talking about. Uh, There's no way he watches The Boys. It's definitely not his type of thing. No, I, no, he can't even watch. Like he won't. Uh, like he wouldn't even watch. Like he doesn't like Superman. So like getting him to watch like Superman stuff is a chore. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, he's like he's like a Batman only guy. Really, that's crazy. I don't understand how people. Oh, whatever. I don't know. I so mean, you don't watch Batwoman. Like it makes sense to me. Stop. I can't. You don't. Like, I don't. If, if they reboot Batwoman, would you watch it? If it was good. That's your. <laughs> You're right. It's my. It's my opinion. You're exactly right. It's your You're right. It's you didn't exactly watch season three, so you don't know if it's bad or not. Uh huh. It, it, okay. Every Ryan time Haas I, said season three of Batwoman was good, so I think you should just at least give it a shot. But he watches everything. So uh, does he? He's yeah. got movies in cellophane. No, no, he watches everything superhero related. Uh, he does. I mean, I don't think he was watching Black Lightning. He watched. I think he did, and I and we know he watched Gotham with us. <laughs> well, he, oh, he's God. like me. He's like, oh, this is a bat related show. I should be watching this. I'm a bat fan. She have to love everything because I never said I fan. loved it. No one ever said they loved it. No, but I you do, love Batwoman. I do not love Bat. I love. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, I do. I love Batwoman as, <laughs> as woman. Yes, I think she's amazing. I love her. I like. I love Jamisha Leslie 100. percent She's a beautiful woman. How can I not love her? The show I enjoy. I do not love the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's also just not a, a a turd in the wind. If you say so. Oh, I, I know. What I saw, there were there were mostly turds in the wind. It had some good season two is not very good. Little parts that. to it that I liked, but season three is a huge upgrade. Most of it was turdtastic. Anyway, it goes from flaming shit to just like a solid, you know, a good old metamucil poop. <laughs> With fiber added, we have the fiber. Yeah, that's what it, that season three had the fiber, and everything was like, oh, this is nice and smooth. I'm not trying to – I'm not constipated. I'm not like getting through. This isn't a chore. This is nice. What is that? Oh, it's Metamucil. Oh, thank you. You realize that comparing a show to types of crap isn't exactly a positive thing to talk about. I just used it as an example. I could have used ice cream as well. You could have. I could have. But you see, your subconscious came out and you chose crap. Or we're just sponsored by Metamucil. (laughs) Are we? 
you didn't check your emails. Oh, damn. Guys, if we're if we have another sponsor, that'd be great. I would be that'd be fantastic. We're sponsored by my dumbass. I can't believe you read the email. <laughs> oh, you didn't send it to me. It's it's there. I don't have. I don't. Sorry. It's, it went to the show email. No, it didn't. Pete's sponsor. Pete's talking. Pete's, Pete's again, guys. Pete is talking crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know listen to these fabricated lies. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But You're a liar. We, but we do have something coming up. What is it? We have Manscaped product alert. Uh oh. Get your pubes ready. You asked for it and they listened. Our friends at Manscaped just brought back the Ultra Smooth Package. It's time to stop, drop, and order this premium shaving kit. Everyone knows by now that the Lawnmower 4.0 is the best electric shave for your balls, but if you're looking for a closer shave to go bare down there, then the Ultra Smooth Package is the perfect set. It's time to shave that bush of yours and get right to the roots with a discount just for you. Get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the code, of course, Gotham. Now, not to get too personal, but I'm not really a shaved down guy down there. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, but for those of you who are men, ladies. You don't like a smooth men, playing field? No, I'm not. A trim. I just I just kind of trim and keep it keep it nice and deep down there, which is why the Lomor 4.0 is perfect for me. That's something that I, I enjoy because it has levels. You can kind of pick which level you want to go down, just like if it's you doing your hair. Same thing. One, two, three, four. Have all those choices. I just go uh, blade, bro. Over there. I just yes, go blade. That's what this one is. This is what the Ultra Smooth Package is. It's it's a blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Baby so first, body. as you guys know, you take the Lomo 4.0, you do the, you trim down a little bit, then you take the Ultra Smooth package, and you you clean up the entire area. So Manscaped's got you covered. Go with the grain. With yes. the grain. Yeah, that would be a bad place to get razor burn, guys. Yeah, don't go against the grain, there, boys. Yeah, that's for, for the younger listeners. You know, the guys, this is your first time. You know, this is your first season out there. You know? Yes, just, we don't just want you to be unprepared. <laughs> We have we have experience in here. We're talking, you know, we're just trying to share it with everybody because we that's what we like to do here. We like to help everyone out uh, outside of entertaining you guys for a little while. We also want to kind of help you where we can. And historically, this is not something you're going to get advice on. So listen to us. And, uh, <laughs> listen, listen to Eric. Eric knows, <laughs> Eric knows everything about pubes. Okay. <laughs> because, guys, the crop shaver is not your average razor. It's smaller, thicker with a micro comb bar that allows for the best shave possible from any angle. Beach balls are meant to be smooth this summer, and now's yours can be as well. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code Gotham at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code Gotham at Manscaped.com. Smooth, your, smooth out your fellas with the relaunch ultra smooth package from the fellas at Manscaped. And as always, your balls will thank you. So speaking of balls, this is kind of a good way to lead oh. into this. Um, Howard Stern. <laughs> How, like stirring and balls. Okay. <laughs> well, he's he's known for being raunchy and talking about this. Kind he's, of a, stuff, yeah, right? he's a shock jock. Yeah. Shock jock. So there we go. Um, so recently, apparently, there was might have been a mic left on when he was doing his show, and he hot kinda, mic, a hot mic, yes. And he kind of hinted that he's doing, he's going to do Doctor Doom. Um, this is exactly what he said because he was talking whatever. He said, they're going over the schedule with me and it's going to suck. And then he says, I told you I'm going to do Dr. Doom. That's a thing. But believe me, 
I'm effing miserable about it. I called Robert Downey Jr. and I was asking him acting techniques. So this is the f- this so Stern's doom. Take it to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of strange, though, right? Um, because we haven't heard much about the Fantastic Four or, or Doctor Doom or anything like that. I mean, the last time I heard of Howard Stern acting, he was going to be the Scarecrow in George right. Schumacher's Batman Five. That's true. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's interesting. I can't imagine him having a like Stern's like no offense, but just Stern's not an actor. I got, I, I know he played himself in private parts, right? But Stern's not an actor, right? Yep. Like, so I can't imagine him playing a character. Of like real significance, uh, right. I don't. So, but it's interesting. Like he knows uh, Downey, so he called Downey for techniques. I know. Um, interesting. I, I, it's all fascinating. It makes me wonder who he's playing. Um, and you know, hell, if he's Doctor Doom, <laughs> uh, okay, all right, like so be it. Because he made it-, it seem like he was like it. It almost like the way he was – because he was talking to Robin. Like it was him and Quivers having a conversation off right. air, but his mm-hmm. mic was still hot. And uh, the article, I can't remember where we uh, shared it from, but it's on our socials. Just search. IGN, I think. Yes, IGN. Okay. But it's everywhere. It, it popped up a few places. I'm surprised it didn't go more viral than it did. But he sounds like he's actually going to be very busy doing it. He didn't make it seem like it was going to be like a one-day thing. He was like, oh, I'm miserable doing this. It's like – well, you're miserable doing this. Is this like a like maybe you do have a significant role? I don't know. It just you, you kind of look at both sides. Like I don't think he would because he's not an actor. But then he's complaining about it. Like he's gonna be away for six months. And it's weird because so like everyone's like, well, was it a prank? But that's it seems like weird. It would be. But weird. he's still got to do his radio show. So I can't imagine he's taking a long time off. I know, right? You're Unless right. they're shooting green screen stuff like that and then they'll add him in right because he's still i imagine he's still recording in new york i don't, I don't know I, this would be the weirdest casting of all time you know in my I, opinion. I could see him going to like an abc studio like abc7 oh. and uh shooting a scene or something i have no idea or whatever whatever there's kaufman studios or studios and uh, i know they're building a ton of studios in newark uh there's where they shot sopranos and everything so like there's two studios Cup. Yeah, like there's places where they can do it around the area. Um, so, yeah, very fascinating. Can you imagine cameo <laughs> Stern is Doctor Doom? Yeah, that's the thing. I'm trying. What, to, if, okay. he, what if Stern's the next Reed Richards? No way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to place who he, who he possibly could be playing because he doesn't say that. Fantastic Four. He specifically says, "I'm going Doctor to Doom. do Doctor Doom." Yeah. So. That would be bananas. Like, I don't know if Stern's a comic book fan, but like, is Doctor Doom that popular with the GA that they would know? That's true, and we all know he doesn't need the money, so it's not like he'd be doing this for a payday. Yeah, it sounds I, like he wants to be an actor. Or wants I don't to know. Do I don't know. But this was of all the stories Pete sent me for the rundown. This was the one I was kind of like, wow. Well, because there's and then you listen to the audio and it's like, oh wow, he's really talking. This isn't like somebody's like, oh, I heard this. Like, no, this is Howard Stern's voice. Yeah. I agree. Like, yeah, that's the that is the crazy part about it. So I don't know, uh, but it was it's a very interesting story, and we will see what happens. If it's, if it's just a prank, we'll find out, guys. If not, uh, we'll see how it's starting in some kind of Marvel Doctor Doom related property going forward. I think the article even mentions, well, what if they're going to do a season two of What If, and he's doing a voice. Uh, 
Maybe. Okay. Okay. Right? That might be something. I can dig that because he's got a nice voice. Right. You know? So something like that. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, we will see. That was one of the – probably the most interesting story. <laughs> totally out of left field when I saw that. So that was mm. a little crazy. So we have a, we have a release date, guys, for the, go, the follow-up to Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, it's going to hit theaters December 20th, 2023. So there you have it. So are we getting – This is Christmas, great news. Christmas this time Ghostbusters, news. right? That's Ghostbusters nice Afterlife brought me so much joy. Yeah, and happiness. It really was. I I loved every minute of it, and then I, I I'm very interested to see where they go. I'm very worried they could ruin this. They could easily destroy this. You know, you in think? my opinion, I think I think this I think this could really come crashing down, burning if they really don't do it the right way. I don't know where what direction they want to go in. I don't think I think it feels like Ghostbusters Inc. led by Winston. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Um, we'll just see. But I. Uh, uh, you know, I really enjoy the first movie. I'm happy it's getting a sequel. Uh, I hope it's as good as the first, if not better. But I'm I'm definitely walking in there with some uh, precautions. I hope we um, maybe we'll get more of Dana in this one because mm-hmm. uh, she's only in the post credit. So like what happened to Oscar? That's another thing. Yeah, will we Where's see Oscar? an adult? Will we see an adult Oscar? Can I see Oscar have proton back? That would be kind of, that would be cool. What's that the plan, would, Ghostbusters? That, that would be cool. You're right. That would be a cool way to connect that little part of it, because a lot of people don't even some people don't even like that Ghostbusters two was made. How old is Oscar now? Oscar's so, got to be probably my age, right? That movie came out in eighty seven, so I think yeah. So I think it would be around your age. Yeah, yeah eighty eight. Let's get it, Oscar. Yeah, I agree. If they do that, perfect. Yeah, if you if if, if Oscar's involved, I'm in. Well, I'm in regardless because I like the first one. But I mean, I'm in because I'm going to go see it as a Ghostbusters movie. But if you get Oscar in there, I'll probably be a little bit more, in, in, you know. <laughs> You're right. Very, very true. So they named you after a hot dog. <laughs> there's one topic that I haven't really discussed yet uh, because I'm tired of it. You mean our weekly topic? Yes, our weekly topic. Our weekly, like our normally weekly I, Ezra Miller segment. Yes, normally I'd be like, "Oh, we should make it a segment every week," and I would. Also, it. it's been three weeks since we last talked. <laughs> so it's been a month. It's true, actually. That's a good point. That doesn't mean he has been going crazy. <laughs> but again, every if you guys have listened to me, you know how I feel about this stuff. I feel like when something happened bad, some person gets called out for doing bad stuff. It just piles on after that. Uh, I'm not saying, again, a lot of these harass- this, these allegations, uh, Iceland choking, Germany, harassment, all this other stuff going on, um, the guns, bullets, and weed with the kids, and the mo- but the mom was there. I don't know. All this weird stuff surrounding this guy. Yes. Clearly, yeah. we know he's disturbed and has issues. We've been saying this. I mean, I don't know how disturbed he is if these people are there under their own free will. I don't know. You know, like, right. they honestly That's could fair. be... If they're if they're there because they want to be there, then nothing's wrong. Like they just live a different lifestyle. So, so I've uh, I just I, to me, honestly, I don't care. I don't give. <laughs> it's so bad two, to say that. But. Two shits about anything that Ezra Miller does outside of his acting career. It makes no difference to me. I'm you know whatever he does, he does. Good, bad, pretty, ugly. Like it is what it is. I the only thing that matters to me is this movie. Um. And if he does something really crazy and like, 
they cancel the movie, I guess that's going to bum me. That'll bum me out. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't think that's going to happen either. Um, I, I just, I just want to see the movie. That's really all that matters to me. Um, whether he gets recast and in terms of Barry Allen, theatrical Barry Allen, we'll see what happens. Uh, who knows this? We may never get a flash Two. flash one. Maybe so bad. We don't want flash Two. And then we don't have to worry about it. Uh, I just, again, I just, I, I could care less what Ezra Miller does outside of his time behind the lens, in front of the lens. And now, like, I, there's from the choking incident in Iceland. Now the woman, now the woman's speaking out. Like, what happened when it happened? Like, now she's gonna come. See, that's yeah, when I, everything's just coming out. It's just like I'm just like I, right I, again. Though I still, I still, I didn't care when it happened. I was like, oh, Jesus is this guy. What did he do here? <laughs> but. Uh, I, I I didn't care then. I still don't care now. I don't think, and no one, I, no one I know has talked to me about this. Everyone knows I like this stuff. No one has asked me anything about Ezra Miller. Um, it's I true. I don't know. It's just if it's just me. I know Justin said that people have talked. To me, hey, what's going on with that guy? He was supposed to be the Flash. Like you know, like he's had instances where people have talked about. It. Like I, I, nothing. So the um, only people who have asked me about it are the guys I do the Knicks podcast with. They've actually said, Eric, what's going on with Ezra Miller? And I'm like, well, I know as much as you know. It's not like I'm his publicist. And I know. Bobby, look at you like you're an insider. Look at you. You're a pundit. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I said, I said, this is, we're at the stage now, like what I just said before. Allegation comes out, it's bad. And everyone's like, oh, I had an incident too. Let me tell them about mine. And then everyone just piles on. Not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying it's very, very strange that they're coming out now. When some of these things happened in the past, like why are we bringing it to the forefront now? It's just kicking him while he's down. And I, I don't like those types of things. Clearly, like I said, this Ezra has issues, has to deal with his issues. I hope the help. That's comes. if he thinks he's has issues. If he doesn't think he has issues, he wouldn't get even fixed. Well, you don't know. Not everyone knows they have issues until it's. They finally realize they have issues. I I don't know. I, I guess. I mean, there's look. <laughs> like there's a string of events here. If he hasn't figured out by now that something's got to be done about something. Like we all have issues, right? All of us. Every yeah. human being alive has problems. But if you don't, rec- you're right. If you don't recognize it yourself, you're not going to address the problem. Mm-hmm. He may think he's totally, you know, an artist. Wrong. You know, some people are like that. He's an artist. That's what he probably feels. It's art. I don't know, but I don't know if he I is mean, doing anything wrong. I have no clue. Like I said, topic, like the people well, could be there under their own free will. I, the, the choking incidents are bad, but like I'm talking about like this kidnapping with these two people and this yeah, guy that, and his family. Like I don't know if she left you. I am very sorry for you, but like <laughs> if they want to be there, he's not doing anything wrong. Right. The, well, yeah, like the choking, the chair throwing. That's the, a different story. Breaking like, dude, and what are you doing? Don't lash are... out like that in public. Yeah. But yeah. May, I don't know. Like maybe it is a cause and effect. Maybe something happened where like that, that you know, he's involved in these things and something set him off at the wrong time. You know, just like he just – he lost a fuse and I don't know. And But still, it's just, you know, jeez, man. Like, yeah. You know, it's all a, this crazy stuff's going on in your life. Like just take time, some time to reflect. Like hold on. Maybe I need to just step off the gas. It's it, yeah. Bit. It's just again. It's again. It, even and I don't like when media outlets do this too. And that's what's happening as well. Like I understand your job is to get the story. And also, don't forget there was the fake story where he got into a fight with Elvis in Japan or whatever it was. Yeah. 
there was also there's also fake Austin stories Butler, out there. Yes. About, yeah, Austin yes. Butler. That yeah. apparently is not true. He did not yeah. get into a fight with Elvis. Right. So that's what are, I mean. There are, there's also right? fake stories out there. Yeah. But so that's we, what I mean. We, we posted our weekly poll. Will there be a new Ezra Miller story up this week? <laughs> and uh, dramatically, I think it was like 60, 60 votes, yeah, like 10 or, or was it 60%? I don't know, whatever it was, but it was high. I was like 60, yes. 40, I think. 60, 60. 40, yes. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, oh. you know, people are just expecting it. Like, you know, I, it, whether it's true or not, like I, I expect something about Ezra Miller to happen this week because he's just been, he's been a news story for like how many months has been go- this been going on at least two right i mean the whole choking first choking incident is very old but the, that was a couple of years ago he's been on like a two-week news rampage <laughs> two-month news rampage yep and that's what i mean that once the like i said the media is is investigating this stuff now they're actually looking and talking to people and well, maybe they can find him because isn't he reportedly hiding from being served that's yes that's what's going on there uh, he is not, they can't find him which is funny because i was like if he's fighting austin butler in japan <laughs> how does tmz know where he is but like clearly he's know, in japan this folks. court system i was like how do you what is going on i don't know you're right it's all crazy and that's why guys i what and i he deleted his instagram it's 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 all been crazy he put all those cryptic posts that we read live well not live as live as you could be on a podcast on our yes. show before they were deleted yep which is like three episodes ago <laughs> who knew that was actually going to be like a thing we did that and he deleted them like where they, we might be the, outside of a few screenshots we're the only evidence there eric that's I it so that's, and normally we like normally pete and i usually are like yeah we don't want to talk about this stuff we kind of just let it gloss over it but it's become such a thing it's a segment now yeah it's literally like a segment on the show and it's that's why today <laughs> i figured oh, i'll throw it at the end because normally i do it in the beginning so let me throw people off <laughs> <laughs> and throw it at the end. Uh, but yeah, this is, I just, I'm really tired of talking about it. I think, I think the next story that comes up, I think Ezra has kidnapped three koalas. He has them locked up in a cage like veal. Wow. Yeah. And Pete is going to freak out. Well, he wears enough fur. <laughs> so. <laughs> He does wear a lot of fur. I'll say that. Locked up like veal. If, although with him, <laughs> those poor pandas, they won't be able to move. As if veal is koala meat, but that's besides the point. That, that, <laughs> it's so wrong. It's just a crazy. <laughs> like it's just like I'm just thought of like the most absurd scenario I can think of. And I thought of koala caged like veal. I don't know, man. But Ezra, just I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm just at that point. So we'll keep bringing the news, guys. If we get more Ezra stories, we'll, we'll come in. We'll Hopefully talk. we do another show on Saturday, so we'll have an update. <laughs> wow. He'd say we're going to get an update in the next two days. We'll see, guys. We never know with him. You well, know. the week is still young so. when it comes to Ezra. All right. Well, we're at the end of this of this voyage. So, Pete, tell people where they can find you. Uh, you could find me on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Zack Snyder's favorite handle, Vero, at Pete Illustrated. You can follow podcast number one. That's the podcast you're listening to right now. Straight to Gotham, at straight underscore O underscore G on both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow podcast number two, the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast that I co-host with Nico and Nicholas Caruso Jr. It's a fabulous uh, time talking Cubs baseball, Spider-Man, and sauce uh, 
at Italians for Spidey on Twitter. Uh, follow at Team Yellow Oval as we celebrate the Oval back in print and on the big screen and small screen. Uh, check me out on BatmanOnFilm.com on YouTube. On uh, Where else am I? All over there. I got reviews. I got movie reviews. I got comic book reviews, toys, all that jazz. And, uh, yeah, I'm there. Like, where am I? I said I was on Vero. I'm on social media. You know, I'm bothering Eric. I'm harassing him in Facebook groups. We got two Facebook groups. We got a Facebook page. I'm getting him over there. So I'm trying to bother Eric as much as I can on many platforms. That's, like, my main goal, just to kind of just diffuse him, his mojo. His fake stories. He's making up fake stories. That's what he's doing. I I can't wait for the book signing, bro. (laughs) The book signing that's never going to happen. I can't wait. I hope. I hope to God they get so many customers that show up to that place. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Drew's going. He probably would go. He'll go. No doubt. I'm sure he would. So will you? So no. I'm Photos, not autographs, memories. Yeah, I'll have like one person show up. That would be fun. <laughs> Amazing. All right, guys. I guess it's my turn now. You can go. I mean, I could talk if you want to. I could leave your <laughs> friends behind. Oh, Jesus. I will, I'll go there, guys. You guys know you can find me on Twitter at Finally33, spell Finale33. As Pete mentioned, follow us at straight underscore O underscore G on Twitter as well. Guys, I'm going to ask you this. Share Oops. share our handle and get people to follow us. That's what I want you guys to do. That's your that's your homework for the next episode. Which you could realize be the teachers who give out homework on weekends aren't liked. Well, it's Wednesday. It's not a weekend yet. So. For a listener, it is. <laughs> so gave that's, them more what, that's what I'm asking you guys to do. Just to share us. Let let people know about us. Uh, if you guys enjoy listening to us, I'm sure you know people who would enjoy listening to us as well. And uh, that's what we want to do. Uh, we want to just entertain people. We have fun doing this. And we yeah, hope and that- do it on Facebook. I feel like it's a little bit like we. I feel like we've got the Twitter sphere under control. I feel like if you're sharing stuff, Facebook might be a little bit of a broader audience. You know, somebody not on Twitter because I feel like our Twitter circle is strong. We've got a we've got a good, good yeah. core group of Twitter people. You know, we got yeah, a great group I agree. Of people, so yeah, just try and get us. Try and just share 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 us. <laughs> share people. us on Facebook. On Facebook, yeah. Get S O G O F, sog off. Sog off. That doesn't sound great. <laughs> that sounds dirty. Anyway, um, hashtag sog yes. off. <laughs> but share us, guys, all across. We just want we want more followers, more people to listen to us because we have fun doing this. I don't know if that comes across. I hope it does. Uh, we have fun. Doing I love this. talking about Eric. So, and I love when Pete talks about me. So it's he just, does. He Eric loves that he has an audience of one. <laughs> It's it's awesome, and we genuinely like each other. I don't know if that comes across either. Uh, I so. generally don't like anyone. Most people don't like me, so the fact that I found some a human being, someone who doesn't poop outside, who appreciates me, <laughs> is usually a good thing. Yeah, so we I, we I can piss anybody off at any moment in time for no good reason. Oh, he pisses me off sometimes. I'm not gonna all lie. the time. I'm not gonna lie. He, he pisses me off, but it, I know well, it's all in good. Fun, anyone so. who just doesn't like BVS as much as me clearly has bad taste. 
All right. Let me continue. You guys know you can follow my other venture right now. All nicked up. The all nicked up podcast. All underscore nick underscore up on Twitter. I also we also I also have a Facebook group and a page, just like I do for Straight Outta Gotham. So you can, if you're a fan of the New York Knicks, please check it out. Uh, I'm actually recording, uh, doing a live stream later tonight. You guys won't. This won't be up by then, so I don't know why I'm saying it. But you can catch the replay if you want afterwards. We're going to be talking about free agency and the upcoming summer league. Uh, which starts on Friday. So you're not getting Durant. That stuff as well. Yeah, we're not getting Durant. I know that. So it's fine. I'm okay with it. But uh, (laughs) check me out over there. Check out my content on Batman on film. I've done Titans reviews. I've interviewed Rebecca Romaine and and what's his name? Jerry O'Connell. and husband. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Megan Tandy from Pete's favorite show and and Rachel Scarsden from Pete's favorite show. I interviewed both of them for Batwoman as well. Those interviews are up there. Um, so check out my content over there as well. I believe I'm going to be doing a Elvis show with Bill and Javi, but I'm not sure. I haven't. Oh, that's great! I haven't got. Man, all the, is he riding high? <laughs> I know, right? But I haven't have all the details, but I think we're going to be doing one together. So when that comes, uh, guys, look for that as well. All right, I think that's all. I think we're done today. Good job. Anything man. else, Good. Pete? Pat yourself on the back. You did a fantastic job. I'm going to. I'm going to. There we go. All right. So as always, for Peter Vera, I am Eric Holzman. You are listening to Straight Outta Gotham, and we will see you next time. Booyah!